SMS SAFM now on 41391. Night Talk with Oliver Dixon. 15 minutes after 10 o'clock, you're listening to Night Talk. My name is Oliver Dixon. Thank you so much for your company this evening. I really, really do appreciate it. The city of Twane. They're uh, looking to enter a public-private partnership over two of their power plants, the Royval Power Station as well as the Pretoria West Power Station. They think that this could generate up to 1,000 megawatts outside of ESCOM's generation power for the city, contributing to the city's uh, energy uh, uh, sustainability. Uh, Professor Harmut Winkler joins us. Professor Harmut, thank you so much for your time this evening. I really, really do appreciate it. Perhaps let's start here. Mm. Do we know anything substantive about the generation capacity and the health of these two power plants? Uh, Well, they've been switched off for over 10 years. They are ancient. Uh, The one was built in the 1950s and the other one probably not uh, very long after that. So the reason they haven't been producing is simply their very old design. Uh, they're not very large either. So it, it's, it's together they don't amount to a 1,000 uh, uh, um, megawatts, but rather about half of that. So when they're talking about a 1,000, uh, they're probably talking about other things that they want to build in addition to that. Uh, so uh, they also used to run off uh, top-grade coal, which apparently the coal suppliers are more keen to export because they get more money f- uh, for that. Yeah. So uh, at, at the moment, it... it, it, it it almost sounds as though they wanted to resuscitate uh, uh, those t- two plants, but there's a number of reasons why that's going to be difficult. And and I think if I read their statement correctly, uh, they're actually looking at other options as well. Um, so it's it's a case of of um, of uh, renting out uh, the facilities uh, as such, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to use this for coal. Although that would be one of the uh, the options. In either case, whatever happens, it's 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 going to require quite a major investment because it's going to have to be lots of changes. If it's going to stay the coal plant, there'll have to be lots of upgrading work. If they want to change it to something else, and and the two things I've I've heard mentioned is uh, you could turn it into some sort of a gas plant. In other words, something which runs off of uh, of gas rather than coal. But there again, uh, yeah, that uh, that requires uh, quite a lot of changes. And uh, the other thing is that you could turn it into a plant where you burn waste and and get electricity from effectively from the gas. Uh, 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 coming from uh, from that, so so these are the options they're looking. At. They're also talking about including a whole lot of uh, solar uh, energy generation facilities, and I think that uh, uh, we'll put it that way. They they've mixed this with a climate plan, and uh, if you now want to resuscitate an old coal plant, that's not going to look very good. So yeah. they're, they're clearly dressing it up with a whole lot of. Uh, talk of renewables and of greening the city and so on. Yeah, but that's where we are. When now. it when it operated optimally, whenever that may have been, what was its output? Uh, 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 the one was 180 megawatts. The other one 300. So that comes to 480 in total. And uh, at, at this stage in its life, it, it wouldn't really be capable to getting that. So simply switching them on again. Uh, wouldn't uh, give you half of what they are actually saying. So they they need to look at other options as well, which I assume is going to be uh, lots of solar installations. I imagine that's uh, that's uh, uh, what they have in mind, and that wouldn't be anything unusual. I think all cities, at, at major cities in South Africa, are looking at at at, 
at these yeah. sort of alternatives as well. Yeah. Um, let's speak about coal. You mentioned that these uh, two plants were designed very specifically to use high-grade coal, which at the moment, mm. ESCOM power plants typically don't use. The power plants we rely yes. on have not been designed for high-grade coal, with the exception of one or two, maybe. Um, mm. Given given that, um, high-grade coal mine uh, mining companies in the country export the higher-grade coal yes. uh, because there's no market for it locally. But given... Uh, the the difficulties, logistical difficulties that they face with Transnet, many of them had to reduce their volumes. Surely this opens mm. up an additional market for them to increase their volumes domestically. Uh, yes, yes, it could da- uh, do that. Uh, we're not talking about a huge amount. Yeah, even if they were to resuscitate those plants, that uh, amounts to less than one or just one of the units of, of say, Kusile plant. So it's not going to make a huge dent in that. But it's quite possible that coal producers, in fact, I'm sure coal producers would welcome any new uh, new yeah. plant being set up. Uh, also, given that uh, even though they've been doing quite well in the exports in the, in the last year or so, uh, globally, uh, there's this trend is away from coal plants. So I suspect that in a few years from now, they're really going to feel the pinch and there's going to be uh, less of an international market. Yeah. Uh, that, I, I presume, is also behind a lot of the thinking about why uh, the, um, the advocates of, of keeping the coal plants going, are, I think, are using that as one of the arguments. Yeah, yeah. And and if uh, they were to bring on a private partner, this private partner would have to be highly liquid um, and have uh, mm. the capital to be able to upgrade and fix these power plants. Uh, yes. Do you have a sense of what that would cost? Well, I can't give you an exact figure. I, all I, what I can tell you is that uh, the Kelvin plant, which um, uh, is being used by the, the Johannesburg uh, uh, or City Power in Johannesburg, it's actually closer to the airport, uh, that is run by, by such a private partnership. So it's, it's, it's effectively an independent power producer that produces coal. Uh, independent power producers are normally thought of being associated with just renewables, but they don't. There are some which actually produce coal as well. So I assume one would be looking at, at that kind of a, a model, but just setting up anything at the moment which involves coal is quite difficult. If those companies themselves are going to need investments, they're going to find it tricky. Uh, the, the banks in this country and other uh, 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 typical money lenders are uh, shying away from investing in coal simply because that's uh, going to give them a negative um, credits, if you like, when it comes to uh, to, uh, uh, to international commitments to cutting uh, cutting down on coal emissions. So it, it, yes, whatever company does come in will have it, they'll ha- have to use uh, quite a lot of resources. But clearly, they are feeling that once uh, that is all set up, that they'll probably get their uh, the investment back in in uh, a decade or so. Yeah, that's uh, that's presumably what the thinking is. Whether there's already somebody lined up or not, that's the other big question. Uh, bear in mind that in Swane there there was a municipal crisis when the last mayor was forced to resign precisely because of this uh, Ruival uh, uh, plant, where he had apparently engaged in a in a contract contract or set up a contract which he wasn't supposed to do without permission from council. So it is a bit of a hot potato. This yeah this particular plant. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine, though, that uh, these power plants, given the grade of coal that they operate on or would be operating on, uh, would be an attractive investment uh, for anyone who's energy, who's, who's carbon footprint conscious, right? Given very specifically mm. that they use higher grade coal, which have um, cleaner emissions, so to speak, on a scale. 
it it might be although I, I do get the sense that uh, what we might actually be looking at is not just the re- resuscitation of the current plants uh, the way the municipalities put it is that they're going to put a request for proposal so they're going to invite various potential investors to come forward with plans about what they would like to do with those plants and you might find that some in, uh, some of these proposals might just say oh okay we're not going to even look at this coal plant we just simply want to use the grounds and set up a solar plant that's that's quite possible uh, so a, a lot of the proposals they might get might not even involve coal, although I suspect that that, that, that probably one or two will. So yeah. it, it, I think we're going to have quite a lo- lot of debates about this. And I think it, it's already in preparation for that, that's, uh, that the city, city of Twane has come up with this um, – um, um, mitigation strategy of uh, wanting to plant lots of trees and and and, and so on. It it it's, it looks like uh, it, on the one hand one can understand that the, the, the city definitely well uh, they not promising but they 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 effectively telling its residents yes we would like to cut down on the uh, on the load shedding that you're experiencing at the moment. So every city would like to do that. Bear in mind also that we're going into election season. It would be wonderful for the. DA, which currently runs the Swine Municipal Council, to be able to tell its potential voters, look, we've done something, whereas in other cities that are not run by us, this is not happening. Yeah. So I, th- I think they, they, we're getting into that sort of season because, as well. Yeah, I want to suppose on that because I do want to circle back to the politicization of, 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 of this in a very short while, specifically pertaining to the Democratic Alliance. Tepo my energy analyst, is also with us. Tepo, if you had the money, would you put in a bid? Not at all. Why is that? Well, I think uh, the mayor of uh, Tswane, Mayor Silias, he doesn't have a clue what he's talking about with all due respect to him. The two power stations, which is Rayval and Pretoria West, uh, their licenses are actually coming to an end. They haven't operated for a long time. To go and bring on board 1,000 megawatts of new capacity, that would require a ministerial determination with concurrence from MERSA. And he doesn't have any of those. And uh, his naivete in thinking that somehow there will be some independent power producer who will be able to build capacity, new capacity of 1,000 megawatts, without uh, those regulatory hurdles, I mean, it's just puzzling to say the least. So the idea is a, is a stillborn. Yeah. If, if, if a partner were to come on, uh, as Professor Winkler says, that they would likely have to repurpose uh, or, or, or change the, the, the process and output of the plant, uh, to suit a, a different input. It, uh, it's currently a coal input plant. It may well be changed to a gas or a waste input, uh, uh, which obviously has to have different outputs. Is is there an appetite for that sort of investment and technological application um, that would be suited for these two plants, Tepo? No, whatever new capacity or uh, pretend to service those two power stations, Rayval and Pretoria West, it would have to be a base load solution. It can't be an intermittent uh, uh, energy source. So that rules out any solar power related. If you had to run it on gas, either renewable natural gas or compressed natural gas or uh, even coal, yes, that is feasible. It is feasible to run a 
clean coal or a clean uh, coal technology power station. And um, you can do that without any emissions at all. So um, today, with today's technology, cost-wise, on a cost per kilowatt hour basis, uh, the solution would be a clean coal technology. It rules out gas for a number of reasons. The logistics of gas from the source markets, which largely will be Mozambique, um, although I doubt Mozambique would be a feasible solution because uh, you know most of the gas there has been already contracted to Europe. So it limits really, I think, the options that one would have of bringing on board a new capacity, which is base load, um, to really coal and nothing else. So yeah. I think I think um, they they haven't thought through, and it is evident that uh, whoever that briefed them earlier today. Uh, that person themselves don't really know what they are talking about. So the the idea is not feasible, it is not viable, and uh, it's also not going to, uh, it's not supported in terms of um, the legislative uh, requirements. As I say, it, it will have to be done under Section 34, and that would be Minister Hossian Soramokhopa, because he is currently the one with the honor to determine what new capacity is to be brought on board yeah. and who they But would this would this would, would, would this qualify Tepo as a consideration for new capacity? Uh, because to me it seems it would just be the absolutely. resuscitation of old capacity. No, absolutely. They are looking at a thousand megawatts. Those two right, stations right. are licensed for three hundred and sixty megawatts combined. Right, right. Uh, Professor Winkler, this is heavily politicized. Mm. Like you said, the last mayor uh, saw the boot because he, he went about this in a, in, in a way that wasn't politically befitting for uh, the council. Um, and, and, and of course, when it comes to energy, the Democratic Alliance has a very decarbonizing anti-coal uh, stance on a lot of our energy production. They believe mm-hmm. in a rapid uh, conversion to, 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 to renewable energy. Yet they seem to yeah. hedge their bets on this particular project. Should they fail, uh, a lot of their constituents will believe they, they don't have what it takes to turn ESCOM around. Should they succeed, that is a major win for them, and they have less than a year to succeed at this. Um, is the ANC likely to stand in their way, um, politically at least, as far as the discourse is concerned? Of course, uh, they would have to go through NERSA and the minister uh, for approvals and all of mm. that sort of things. But is it likely to become politically contentious in the way that lends itself uh, to the contestation of the polls next year? Uh, yes, yes. I, th- I think it, it, it will be. I think there's no question that, uh, and, and that's just a nature of, of politics, and especially in Swane, that uh, whatever the one side does, the other side will, will always uh, criticise and that. And at the same time, this whole what was mentioned about this uh, base load by the by, by, by the other speaker it doesn't necess- it's not necessary to have base load there. You can just as well 
equally put in in, in solar energy. Uh, after all, you 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 uh, this is uh, just for supplementing what the city needs. It's not uh, that the city is going to be running off uh, of of that power station alone. Uh, in total, uh, one thousand megawatts uh, accounts for uh, less than fifty percent of what the city is going to need uh, anyway. So it it doesn't matter. Most cities are installing uh, quite a bit of solar as well. There's absolutely no compulsion to use coal only. Uh, regarding getting the NURSA authorization, yes, that would, would, would be needed. How quickly they can get that, uh, whether they can get it, that's, uh, that's another uh, matter. But I, I suspect that provided it's done properly, they would eventually get it. But yes, they, they certainly won't be able to deliver in time for the next elections. But what they're probably presumably looking for is uh, is on the one hand to be able to say that at least we've we've tried something, uh, even if it, if it didn't yeah. succeed. Yeah. And I think in the long term, uh, all cities are going to be looking for some sort of alternative solutions to what what we've got right now. So it, this happens to be a DA municipality, but you're going to see the uh, same thing happening in, in practically all municipalities. Uh, Tepo, uh, how quickly would they get a NURSA uh, approval? I mean, NURSA is not the quickest of of institutions as a regulatory power. So much so that even the presidency has has expressed its its frustration with how slow NURSA has been in granting all the approvals needed for the uh, transmission company of South Africa. Uh, I don't assume the city of Tuana would have any better luck uh, at getting an expedited approval. Well, in the first instance, uh, we don't have a identifiable applicant for such a NERSA approval. And also, we don't have an indication that the Minister of Electricity, Josien Soramukopa, is about to issue a ministerial determination, which NERSA would have to concur to. And I don't see that happening. Right now, I think uh, the minister, minister has got bigger fish to fry. And the big, bigger fish he has to fry is simply that of ensuring that ESCOM does not collapse. Any competitor to ESCOM is going to bring about the collapse of ESCOM. The city of Tswane, Mayor Silias, uh, is on record having said that they want to replace ESCOM and out of their total demand for the city of Swan of 2,600 megawatts, he wants to then procure 1,000 megawatts from independent power producers. And in the event that ESCOM objects yeah. to that, and ESCOM is bound to object because it certainly, if you take away 1,000 megawatts from them, uh, you can be assured that uh, they will be out of business than tomorrow, and then the entire country, of course, is at risk. So, I mean, is is, is a thousand megawatts really that much to ESCOM? Given that you know they're a company that has to supply a demand of what at the moment thirty three thousand megawatts as per last week. The thousand megawatts is worth uh, anywhere between thirteen and fifteen billion rent to ESCOM in revenue. Right. Right. Um, is 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 losing a thousand megawatts uh, uh, detrimental to Eskom's balance sheet, uh, Professor Winkler? It, it it could be, but uh, remember that Eskom uh, in the last year has actually been encouraging these kind of projects. They've basically been saying that look, we can't really do it on uh, by ourselves. So if municipalities want to uh, go ahead and 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 start their own projects and. Uh, this is happening not only on municipal level, uh, it's also happening on the provincial level. After all, Gauteng uh, has, uh, has drawn up plans to uh, to set up uh, solar plants of roughly that sort of size uh, uh, in the Carltonville area. Yeah. So it, it's not that Eskom, of course, they will need to look at, uh, it, at, at their, their bottom line in that, but... Uh, 
then again, if uh, yes, they're going to lose that that income, but at the same time, they won't need to su- uh, supply. Is it really so, lost income uh, if they can't supply that particular demand? Right? If yeah. ESCOM has a thousand megawatts less to worry about, it means that it has to implement one stage of load shedding less in real terms. Yes, uh, which means it comes across as a lot more efficient as an organization, and ESCOM only collects that which they are able to produce and supply for. Yeah, yes, yes, that's right. So I think right now, uh, Eskom wouldn't, uh, they'd be wary of what's happening. They'd certainly be watching yeah. the whole situation, but I, I don't think they would uh, um, object vociferously. I think they know that this is coming, that most cities are going to uh, to try and run uh, some of their, or get some of their electricity supplied uh, through other sources. Yeah. Thank you so much. We're going to absolutely be there, Professor Winkler. Really, really appreciate it. Tepo I appreciate your time this evening. I'm taking your reactions to that. Give me a call. I'd love to hear from you. 86 I'm taking your WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107.